up, everyone? This is this is your boy JJ coming in from another episode of This Is the Life podcast. Before we begin our show, you know I always want to wish everyone well. I hope everyone is still out there staying safe, staying healthy, living, enjoying their lives. My shout outs today, again, no one really in particular, just those individuals, podcasts that I have talked to. In the last, you know, couple days, again, thank you for the support. Thank you for reaching out to me. Thank you for following me. Just much love across the board. You know, I'm going to probably keep saying this every episode, but again, I do appreciate feedback. I appreciate support. You know, I'm still learning, you know, every day is a learning experience, but, you know, I feel with positivity, positive feedback, you know, I'm going to find my niche and we're just going to keep, we're just going to keep this train moving. To kick off the show, I want to introduce today's guest. Now, this guest, I haven't met personally, face to face, but as I started getting comfortable with my podcast on IG, this individual reached out to me and I looked at his platform, very impressed, great number of followers, great number of supporters. This individual reached out to me one day and said, hey, if you need me to be a guest, I'm more than willing to be a guest. And I was like, awesome. We talked a little bit, we figured out some dates, we got the date. We talked a week ago on Zoom just so we can get a feel of each other. This Zoom was only supposed to be just a quick 30 minutes or so, you know, just because, look, you know, I didn't want to, you know, be on there all day, just like a quick, you know, meet, hey, how you doing, this is what we're going to do. We ended up talking for almost an hour and a half, two hours, believe it or not. And that right there showed me that this is the person I want to be in communications with. This individual also is a college student. This individual also is a podcaster. And again, also a poet. So he has so many worlds into one. And for that is why I want to have this individual on my show today. So without further ado, I would like to bring on my guest for today, Zaya Smith. Zaya, how are you doing? I'm doing good. You? I'm doing great. I can't complain. I can't complain. You know, again, I want to. You know, I just wanted to say again, thank you for coming on the show. Um, you know, like I just said, you know, last week we did like a just a quick meet and greet just to get a feel of each other. You know, because like like we said, you know, I, I know you told me, um, I think you did this one time with someone, and I think you said within, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, I think you said within five or ten minutes, you was like, uh-uh, I can't do this with this individual, correct? Right, Yeah. So it's really important to have the chemistry there for the episode because if you don't have at least a conversation with them one-on-one without the microphone, without the numbers, then it's not going to be an organic episode. And I just take pride in that. So whenever I do guest appearances, I really want to, like, get to know the host and listen to their podcast. And you're doing a great job, especially for your first season. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know, like I said, you know, I, I, I'm sure people, you know, well, I'm not going to say they get tired of me saying that, but I have to be, I have to be real and authentic on this show because that's the whole, you know, aura of my show, life, truth, reality. And like I said, I'm still, I'm still learning, you know, cause I know you, you're right now, I think we talked, we said season two, correct? Uh, I'm at season four. I'm about to premiere oh. season four. There we go. So by the okay. time they're hearing this, it's probably going to premiere the next day that Wednesday. So, yeah. okay, <laughs> yeah, you know. So you know, like I said, you know, and 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 we and like we talked before, 
you know, you said you're still, it's like you're still learning yourself, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I just feel like with podcasting, especially with the podcasting world and how fast the digital media era is changing so fast and stuff, there's always something to learn. You're never going to be a master at quote-unquote podcast, like, because you may struggle with audio, you may struggle with branding, you may struggle with the marketing side. So, for example, I'm a marketing major, so I know how to market, but I'm also learning how to brand myself and turn it into not just another <coughs> podcast that just do episodes. So, me. you mm-hmm. learn something every day and every season. I learn something new about the Zaya show, and I also learn more about myself. So, I just feel like podcasting is really a journey for that, for the podcaster and for the audience to learn more about themselves. Now, speaking of the Zaya show, I'm going to go ahead and sit back and let the world know about you. So let's, (laughs) you know, let's go ahead and talk about your journey to where you've got it now. Okay. Um, So rarely I started my podcast um, December of 2020. I, for people that don't know about me, I'm a I'm a theater kid. <laughs> I was always a theater kid, and then when I got to college, I continued to act. And when COVID came, obviously we couldn't do shows. You couldn't really perform because of you know the COVID uh, numbers. And so I just kept listening to podcasts. I think podcasts really started taking off like around the summer of 2020, especially since people were stuck at home and they. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was listening to a lot of them. And I was like, okay, they're real cool. I started watching more, watching more talk shows. And I was like, okay, I think I could do this. And I did not plan it. Like, I'm one of those that want to plan it to the point where it can't be planned no more. <laughs> and then I'll probably be like, this, I can't do it. Uh-uh. So I did, like, my first podcast episode, like, spontaneously. I was like, okay, I feel like this could be a message that I could say. And then after that first episode and just jumping in, I liked it, and I was like, okay, maybe I'll do another episode. And I kept jumping in and to more episodes, and here I am today. And I'm still changing through my themes. Like, I'm really focused on self-growth and love and also acceptance through your sexuality, your gender, through even your personality. So that's where I'm at with my podcast journey, and I'm still growing, and I'm so excited to learn more. Now, you mentioned you are a, I always forget, a the, no, not a, the, a theater major. Oh, no, I'm a marketing major. I do theater. See, people think I'm a theater major, but I was like, you know, I'm a marketing major. I get it. That's right. You're right. <laughs> you know, because I know, like I it's said, so like I said, when we talked last week, I know you mentioned, now I remember you mentioned the marketing, and then I heard more of the theater. So I was like, okay, see, marketing, theater, but. With all that, I know it's a balance. It's a balance. With it with is a balance, those, <laughs> right? With 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 both of those, how has it helped you become a better podcaster? Oh, that's a good question. Um, so originally, when I came to college, I was a human resource uh, major with a minor in theater. And at my school, we don't have a theater major. You only have a theater minor. But now that I'm a junior in college, it's starting to get harder to find the upper classes, especially with my business classes and having, so I had to make a tough decision and just like, okay, I won't claim theater as a minor. I'll just focus on marketing and just take a concentration and advertising and social media. That's why I took on uh, this year after doing podcasting. But marketing really definitely helped me push my episodes more, and that's how I honestly think I grew up following me on Instagram and how I really, you know, reach out to people, like, for example, you and other podcasters and, you know, not being afraid and really going for it, talking deals with businesses and trying to work sponsorships out. And then with the theater side, it comes easy to me to talk on camera and to not having to do, like, three recordings and then be like, oh, this one sucks. I don't want this one for the world to know, but I'm naturally funny. I think I'm funny enough. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, the theater side definitely helped me. Like, I don't get afraid to record, so I can record any time of the day, anywhere. I could be in front of people. So I feel like in the future, I would love to be a public speaker, speak to audiences, and take the day show on the road sometime in my life. 
But yeah, the marketing and theater aspects of my life definitely helped. Okay. Now, where where are you in college? What 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 college are you attending? Uh, I'm attending Southeastern Louisiana University, and I am a junior, and I graduate in 2023 spring. Okay, and I know you mentioned um, there's a famous alumni who went to your uh, university. I believe you said Robin Roberts, correct? Right, yep. Okay, Robin Roberts. Shout out to Robin <laughs> Roberts. If you don't know who she is, she is a anchor. I hope I'm in correct because I don't watch it as much because I'm always working. Good morning, yeah. America. Okay. Yeah, you Here right. we go. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Okay. All right. Because I know, like I say, I, I never um, am able to watch it because, like I said, at that time, I'm already working. But let's let's talk more. Okay. Now, I'm, I'm, I want to feed off this one particular episode again. Uh, we talked about this off air. You know, I got yeah. a chance to listen. I got a chance to listen to one of your episodes. And the name of it was Why Are People So Mean? Um, I I really enjoyed it, you know, because like me and Zaya, we talked and I told him, you know, it was just no secret. We're both different eras, you know, and I mentioned to him that I never really experienced like bullying, how, you know, this generation has experienced it. And I did mention to him that I maybe, if I had it, maybe a little bit. I, I, I told him it's no secret, you know. For those that don't maybe understand, and this is for probably people that have bullied him, um, we don't create ourselves. Um, <laughs> I I didn't create myself. I didn't ask to be here. Zay didn't ask to be here. Nobody asked to be here. You know, our parents and obviously from the help of God, we were brought on this earth. Well, why am I saying this? Because people have to have a tendency to understand that we are going to have flaws in this world, okay? Our bodies are not perfect. Our minds are not perfect. These are things that we work on, especially as we get older, okay? Now, let me get more deeper into it, okay? I have birthmarks, just like Zaya has them. Everybody has them, okay? I have a birthmark on my left ear, okay? And I'm saying this because we're going to get into this topic. Now, I have a birthmark on my left ear. Now, to describe it, up the top portion of my ear, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm so, we're, we're so tired. I'm not trying to figure out the technical term, but listen, <laughs> the top portion of my ear is a little bent in. That's from a birthmark, birth defect. What do you want to call yeah. it? I've had people say, "Oh, that's a that's an elf ear. That's a this this and that." Oh, why is your ear like that? Did it bother me? Hell yeah, because for me, I'm sensitive about it. Okay, because I'm just sensitive. Just like there's things people are sensitive about. Okay, but I don't feel the need to be bullied and pressured and, 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 and debated about it. Because, again, it's my body. Again, I didn't ask for it. This is how life is, you know. And I still yet have figured out why people have to take the littlest things and run with it, you know. Mm -hmm. And I analyzed all that while I was listening to his show, you know, because it brought back memories for me. And I've even had it a little bit in my adulthood. And it's to the point now where I get a little aggravated about it because it's like, it's not that big of a deal, you know, but to people like us that have had that type of experience with like either major or minor bullying, it can, it can, it can push a nerve. You know, right. so I want to definitely talk to Isaiah about that, you know, because he experienced a little bit of bullying growing up. So, Isaiah, right. I want to, you know, kick back a little further with what, you know, what yeah. we talked about, well, what, what you talked about on your show. So tell uh, me, how and when did you experience a little bit of bullying? 
Okay, um, so I didn't have the birthmark uh, in that episode. Uh, my friend uh, Kit Kat had the birthmark, and we bonded over that. My bullying was very <clears throat> different versus hers. It wasn't physical. It was more internal. And it was just the way how I acted. I wasn't like the typical guy that went after the girl and like, you know, like like around like fifth grade, middle school years, like when your hormones really start kicking in. <laughs> and so it was more of those like stages, that stage of my life. Like I didn't want to wear that. Like I also wanted to dress in clothes, but I just wanted to wear brighter colors. That's why I wear so many bright colors now because I didn't get to wear them as a kid because it was like, you know, like if you wear bright colors, it's like you kind of on the fruity side. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but I mean, that was my bullying. So it was like it affected me like to this point somewhat in college where I started really caring about what people saying, like, okay, let's not step over that toe. Let me not go over here with this subject matter. And I find myself doing that even with my podcast. Because when I was talking about the episode uh, with my friend, I was like, I want to do it. And then I was like thinking like, okay, maybe I'll do it and just save it as a bonus. But I am so glad I released it because it really, I'm glad it helped you. But it really helped so many other people. Like I really got my DMs flooded that one week. I was like, why am I DMs flooding? And it was over because I didn't realize like how much people could be so mean. Like it could, you think it's like, oh, it's just your physical appearance, like your body image, you just have a weird lips, you have this weird hairstyle, you, you don't have that hair color. And then there's the other side of bullying that is so internal. It could be like your the way you think, the way you feel about situations, especially with society of expectations of, you know, like, for example, men, you can't show emotion. So if you cry, you get bullied for that. If you have a fit, hissy fit with a like, you trying to express, like, you're passionate about a relationship, and it comes off as, like, aggressive, and you're just, you know, so dangerous all of a sudden. So I feel like with society expectations and the culture, especially within our expectations of social media, bullying has become to this point where it's, like, so highly expected at this point, like, being in the social media world that you trying to already touch, not touch on people's toes. And you not really being yourself, but I didn't care about that. Now, at this point, I'm 20. I'm like, okay, I live my life. And I remember there was one time I posted something, um, like, wearing colorful clothing. Obviously, I don't know why they come after me with the coloring clothing. But it was, like, one of my sheer tops that I'm using for my uh, podcast cover for season four. And I was like, what do y'all think? And one guy obviously said, um, I don't like it, but that doesn't hurt me. But when my friends saw it, my friends like, I'm sorry, Zay, I'm going to have to respond because this ain't it. Like, you think it's no big deal, yeah. but someone that's probably listening to you and seeing, like, how open and free you are and you not respond, I was like, well, sometimes silence is the best answer. Don't give in to hate. Don't give in to the negativity. I know it could be hard, especially when you could clap back without having to see them face-to-face, but sometimes silence mm-hmm. is power. And if you all have not picked up on it. Yes, Isaiah is gay, and he is just as proud, you know, and because I'm pretty sure some people probably wonder, like, okay, well, yes, and, you know, I want to definitely give a shout-out to the LGBTQ community. Listen, Isaiah, I, I, I need to ask you something, man. Um, this is something that's been pondering me ever since I was younger. Listen, I always say, where do you all Okay, let me, let me rephrase the question because this is something that's been part of me for so okay. many years. Okay. Right, and I'll try to where translate it for you. <laughs> yeah. Where do you all find these beautiful women? Listen, let, let me explain. Oh! <laughs> Listen, back in the day, before, you know, I had a family and everything, I used to do the club right. scene here and there. You know, nothing major. You know, just a little, little mind yeah. And I remember one night I went to this particular club and I saw this guy, you know, and then I turn my back, and I turn back around. It's about four or five, I mean, beautiful females with him. And I'm just like, right. where do you all find them? I'm like, it's like, I always say, <laughs> is, is it like a vampire, like, culture? Like, in other words, they only come out at night. And I'm just like, man, like, <laughs> I got to hang with them because, I mean, really, you all keep some of the most beautiful women with you, man. Like, where yeah. do y'all find them? How do you find I them? Could, 
Well, I well, I, okay. This is a definitely new one, and I feel like every single straight guy, because I have straight guy friends, and they ask me this question too. So it's okay. So audience is very crazy. normal. Yeah. He's not being he's not being stereotyped. Okay, I gotta oh, yeah. say that okay. I'm not <laughs> for them. Um, but yeah, because most of my straight guys, I'm in college, so like you know when I go to the club. I'm, like, open, like, especially when I'm drinking, like, two drinks, like, I'm more, like, I'm fun already, but okay. I could get turned up. I will gotcha. be dancing with all the ladies. Like, I'm just very, like, also some female, okay, this don't sound so wrong, but female could sense, like, when you're, like, when the guy is, like, okay, like, this is a guy that I don't have to impress because he probably don't like me. So, okay. I have a lot of female friends that guys really are interested in. <laughs> And the reason how I got them is either through, like, a conversation about a boy that probably hurt my feelings, and they probably feel like, okay, I can open them about this. And it's really, like, nurturing. It's like a – I call it the brother mm-hmm. and sister bond. That's what I feel with all my girlfriends. It's like a brother okay. and sister bond. It's like, yeah, Isaiah can help me, like, choose a dress, and he's not going to look at me, like, look at my boobs or my butt or, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So really yeah. it's more like they feel comfortable, and it's like – I call it like the brother and sisterhood. It, it's like they feel comfortable to the point where they can be themselves, and they actually ask us for advice about their relationship. They'd be like, should I give this guy a chance? Should I give that? And I remember there was one time, and this guy, he said something so rude to me, and I was like, oh, you know what? I know he liked this girl. I'm probably going to be – this is high school, and I said, I'm probably going to be evil, but I don't uh-huh. care. <laughs> and I told her what she said, and she was like, I'm not going to go to the dance with him. And I said – Oh, I didn't know I had that much influence. So really, <laughs> we your we your low key bridge. Some I I bridged so many several relationships with my friends, like just because like I'm just the mediator. Like okay, I know You're him from man. here. I know, yeah. And you bring them in now, being gay, and being part of the LGBTQ community. Sometimes they also feel free because it's like we are willing to experiment with our looks. Like, I am not afraid mm-hmm. to try on a crop top any minute. Like, I know I got some abs, and I'm not afraid to show it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I really push females, like, you know, like, try this. Like, oh, I have a stomach. Who cares if you have a stomach? And that's what they really like about uh, the LGBT, especially us being able to be free for ourselves, I feel like females still yearn for that, like, I want to be free. It's like you're free in the society, but you can't mm-hmm. do certain things because of your body image or because of you being the black uh, girl or you being the white girl. You know what I'm trying to say. So yeah. Yeah. sometimes when they have friends that are free and doesn't care, like, regardless of their sexuality, it's like they're more open to open up to those type of people and then expect them to be like, okay, well, do you think I'm making the right decision? And that. So that's how I really get most of the pretty girls to be my friends. But most girls really glow up, no shade after high school, like real talk. It's like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least I, like I said, at least I don't feel weird asking that question because I was like, man. You're not the only one. This this is what guy talk is behind the scenes. This is what I deal with. This is what I deal with. (laughs) Now, now I do want to switch up the mood. I do want to ask you a serious question, though. Okay. Now, okay. when you, I, I, I want to be politically correct. I don't want to offend. Okay, when you, I guess they discovered about your sexuality. Okay. okay. All right. Did you lose any friendships or family because of it? Hmm. Oh, that's a good one. Um. So with my sexuality, it's still a journey. <clears throat> I am definitely more confident in myself more than ever versus when I was a child because it was like around like you know like elementary like you know like I felt like I was different already because it was like you know like I was raised around females like strong and powerful females and I had my grandpa that was the he's the main male figure in my life and I still love him to this day he's still yes he's still my male figure um but I was mostly surrounded by females like powerful females or aunties sisters I'm the oldest of two sisters I mean, of three, but I got two sisters. And really, my sexuality, I didn't really discover it until, like, middle school when people start pointing it out to you, like, hey, buddy, you might be this. Um, Because in third grade, I had, like, a you know, like, how you have your little childhood girlfriends? I'm like, okay. 
But I was like, I don't feel nothing. I don't get what the guy is talking about. And then it was like locker room talks. I'm like, this. I don't understand. Like, y'all being pitiful. Why y'all degrading girls like this? It's, I just felt different. I was different. Okay. Than the rest. When I got to middle school, I felt like, okay, there's obviously different sexualities. Like, they can't have every single person in the world straight. And so I did my own, like, you know, like how you look up anything else on the internet. And obviously my parents caught me looking it up. But, I mean, like, it did put a dent in our relationship. And it's okay. like, okay, like, you can't tell nobody that, you know, like, you are gay. So I was like, okay, you know, like, obviously I was hurt about it. But I didn't come, like, I felt like I didn't have the chance to come out. Like, I was outed by myself, and I was like, oopsie-daisy. So throughout my teenage years, I really, you know, like, for a minute, I just focused so hard on my schoolwork and work ethic and to the point where I wanted to leave, like, my home state and go out to New York. That was a dream, Mm -hmm. like, go to New York, because I thought, like, this is going to sound so warm. But most people in New York, it's like a melting pot in New York. And it's like, obviously, everybody is different. So the, so they can't be judgmental. That's what I was thinking at a young age. So basically, I would work hard. I would get the good grades. I got the ACT score. And I went to New York summer 2018, and I fell in love with it. Like, I was like, okay, this is definitely where I want to end up in. I don't know how. And I went and I auditioned for theater school. And... Really, theater, I started theater, like, around, like, you know, 2015, and that kind of helped me balance, like, okay, I could be masculine, and then I could also play flamboyant characters, but I lost, I didn't lose friendships, because my friends kind of already knew, they were just waiting for me to say it, but family, that's kind of tricky, because it's like, I didn't lose none, but I think I kind of, like, we have boundaries set it up in certain uh, family relationships, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I still have fam- like I still have all my connections, but it's okay. kind of tricky with the family part. But definitely, friends are still here. So okay, yeah, okay. So it's like it's not that bad. So basically, like you said, your friends obviously were there, but the uh, family's kind of like a little on the it's a little wobbly still. Even to this day, it's I came out. Well, that happened at like thirteen. I'm like about to turn twenty one. Seven years almost. I mean, I it's a process. It's not yeah. like I don't get, I don't understand personally because when people be like, "Tell me your come out story," I'm like, "My come out story still to be continued." Okay. <laughs> like I came out obviously, but you know, I'm just waiting for that moment where everything would be like, okay, it's not about the gayness no more. It's about Isaiah the person. Oh, you know okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah, you know, because like I said, that stuff. Like I say. This is stuff that people want to know. This is stuff I would like to know because we don't. I'm beyond, I don't know, you know, and, and I can't judge yeah. because I don't know, you know, but that's very interesting, though, you know. Uh, but let me ask you, do you think, and this is this is like an everyday debate, you know, okay. I'm pretty sure you've heard people say it. Do you feel uh-huh. that you're born that way? Okay. Ooh, I like this one. Okay. Um, I feel like you – okay, this is going to be tricky, and I'm probably going to make some people be like, what? This is new from a gay person. But um, I personally know several people that – like, I obviously have friends of different sexualities. So I literally have – I am friends with everybody, like, asexual, demsexual, non-binary, binary, all – anything you can imagine. And what I realized, like, for me, I knew, okay, like, it, can I go to counseling still to, I was like, you know, like, just trying mm-hmm. to make myself a better person, get okay. mental health is important people. Um, yes. But yes. <laughs> at, first, at first, when I was younger, I thought that I was, like, okay, at first, I thought I was influenced. Like, you know, like, especially being in the deep south and you go into church, I'm like, okay, I dated girls for like three years and then all of a sudden I meet this one person and I'm, I thought, I, I thought like, okay, I can't be born this way. Like, I gotta fix myself. Like, I thought that, especially being around people that were homophobic, like, they would definitely push that on to you. It wasn't mm-hmm. until I got older to realize, like, hey, I was always this way. I just basically censor myself and try to do what society expect me to do just to please them. And I couldn't handle that no more. And my counselor, we don't call it a come-out story no more. We call it breaking the uh, chain moment. Breaking the chain. So that's okay. where you really – it's more – I like that phrase more, break the chains. I like it that more than coming out. 
Exactly. It's like you was already out, but you was like in chains, like going through your childhood and you're stuck like that. Now, some people Mm -hmm. do discover that part in themselves, but I know most people would probably be like, most people would say like, but there was that one moment when I was a kid and I knew, so like, really, I think you are born this way. Like, I would say you was born this way, but you could also break the chain. So I'm going to say those two. Like, it's it's about what it was. I don't, I I mean... I can't. I, I I don't know. I like I say. I, I I'm always saying I love a debate. Um, it's but always that is good, a good to debate. Hear, and and it is good to you because, like I say, when people always debate these with each other, it's like, well, why don't you find? You know, if you know someone who is gay, ask them, get their opinion. You know, because our opinion, right. what our opinion? You know, because we don't know. <laughs> but I I I I, I don't right. know. Um, like I said, I didn't study psychology <laughs> i only took one course in yeah. college but i don't Me know too. i, I i'm just you know I, i'm just gonna go off of your opinion yeah and, and just you know it you know take it in stride because like i say yeah. you know when we're born we don't know what we're gonna be you know i just if i had to give my opinion i just feel okay it's a not a learning experience how can i say it <sighs> I, I want to get my words correct. Yeah, it's like a like, learned, it's like a learned experience, maybe. You know, because, I just no, no, no go yeah, ahead, go, go on. No, oh, it was because I think like okay, since I I, I took uh, psychology too because it was one of my prereqs, but I feel like personally, as a kid, oh, like okay, let's just say like let's start in the fetus, your mother and your father, you gonna pick up some traits from them, right? That's mm-hmm. not saying your mom and dad was low-key gay. I don't want to say that, like, your mom and dad are low-key gay and you became No, that's not yeah. the truth. But, um, <laughs> but let's just say, like, you know, like, you are a toddler, and you watch, you know, like, TV shows, and you play with red crayons instead of blue crayons. Obviously, you're going to like red crayons when you get older because that's what you're used to. Yeah. And then when you get, like, certain toys, you like those toys. So you gear towards that toy, and then you think, like, okay, I want to work with this toy for the rest of my life, so what career can I do with a toy truck? I'm going to become a truck driver. So really, it's all about what you're exposed to at that young age where you mm-hmm. soak it in all the information. And then when you get to, like, the late childhood phase, it's like, okay, I kind of got what I want. But I'm still discovering things. So you going out on your own expectations, and that's when I think hormones really start kicking in because then the guys will have the secret conversations, go on the secret apps, get the tissues. You already know what I'm trying to say. And, <laughs> yeah. and that's when the girls obviously start their phase of, like, you know, becoming a woman. And then your teenage years, that's when you realize, like, oh, wait, I don't like this no more. I'm this way. So really, life is a journey, and you have a purpose. It's all about just trying to figure out what your purpose is because you don't know your purpose at that young age. Like, I Mm -hmm. used to say I want to be a police officer. Obviously, that changed. That definitely has changed. (laughs) Now I want to be a podcaster and a public speaker and work in social media and be a brand uh, manager. So really, you discovering something new about yourself every day. So you could be born this way. You could be born this way. I think I was born, I feel like I was born this way, and then there are some people that are, are, like, born, and they, you know, are raised with certain backgrounds, like, especially in religious homes, like, they don't get a chance to discover their true identity. I have friends that are, like, really, like, their family is, like, Christians, but, like, they're the crazy Christians where they're going to throw that Bible at you every single day, every single okay. minute, and throw their yeah. opinions. So, like, it's like, how many opinions can you take in and block out? You know what I'm trying to say? And yeah. then later in life, then they try to discover themselves. So it's like they always need that. You always need that stage to discover yourself in life. So. I don't know if you, um, I'm sure obviously we all keep up with a little pop culture. I don't know if you heard um, about, I think it came out like a week or so ago, Joe Button claims he's bisexual. I don't know if you heard about that. Oh, oh yeah, I heard. Oh, I, I saw like a clip on it on Instagram. Yeah. Did now, he say it like randomly? Okay. Or did he really say, like, say it, say it? Because I was confused. I was like, I don't want to, like, just, like, deny, like, okay, yeah, okay, cool. Or I was like, okay, good for him. You know, like, cause some people really are just that casual. They'd be like, hey, like, by the way, I'm gay. And, yeah, back to the subject. Like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so apparently the thing with that, um, 
and I normally every well every so often I'll catch his podcast. Um, it was a specific episode that he said it, and I was going through like um, comments through like IG and stuff like that and online, and apparently people were saying that it's more to it than that. You have to listen to that specific episode to see why he said it. Right. Um, I know one of his former friends, Rocky, she um, claimed that basically it is true. And she said, you know, if things don't turn around, she's going to expose him with apparently some certain people that he has gone after and his ex um, to hear. He said, that's not true. She said, they've obviously, when they've, they've done stuff together, he ain't bisexual. So that's why I was just wanted to get your opinion. I, I mean, like I said, obviously I don't know these people in person, but I, I, I just, hey, you know. I, I'm just hoping, well, obviously I don't know. I'm just as clueless as you are. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. I just feel like this is one thing that I'm just like, okay, guys, can we just announce this and just keep it? Let the person just say, let Joe say what he got to say. If he is bisexual, he is bisexual. Like, I didn't watch the episode, so I don't know, like, the context mm-hmm. of the episode. Yeah. Or, like, obviously, I don't know. But I'm just saying, if it is true, let him come out and then speak his piece formally. But then again, he don't have to own, owe his ex or owe this person a whole explanation. That relationship over, boo. <laughs> he don't owe you explanation. Now, maybe if he's in a new relationship, he kind of have to talk and be like, hey, this is a part of me that, you know, but I feel like we just need to stop, like, making come-outs like a cheesy strategy to say, you know, like, like to just put someone on the map, like, oh, he came out. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, how, like, like same thing with Lil Nas, like, Homeboy is about to release the whole debut album. For half that era, it was, like, focused on, like, just him being gay. Like, okay, he kissed this boy on BET. He did, all, yeah. he did this on BMA. I'm like, can we talk about how good that album is? Because nobody wants to talk about it. They just, like, okay, that album's good. Eh. But back to this boyfriend that he was supposedly dating. It's like sexuality is always going to be, like, the pop culture way, and it's always going to give people, I can't lie, sometimes I be like, ooh, that person came out. You know, but I'm not going to be, like, Oh, are they gay? Are they this? Are they da da da? Like, I'll be like, okay, cool. Now, so. we 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 talked about this a little bit off air. Um, <laughs> what, what do you think about him, him and Boosie? Him and Boosie <laughs> going at it. <laughs> shout, out, shout out both. Shout out to Boosie and uh, Lil Nas. Because I literally <laughs> live almost straight by Boosie. If we're gonna keep it real, if you look up the area that I'm that I am current, that I go to school in, and you know where Boosie is, you will be like, oh, they could really just come up there and do, oh, I should do an episode. With, I'm joking. I ain't going to do that. No, I ain't going to do it. Wait, so Boosie, so Boosie's, um, his his property is not that far from you? He's in Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge is, like, only, like, a good, like, like about an hour. Okay, because, see, I didn't know if he, I don't know why I'm thinking he lived, no. I don't know what. Okay, so no, he's, I'm thinking he's of, still in Grammy, Louisiana. Yep, he's still here. Yep. Okay, I know he got a big old house over there. Yeah, he gotta have a big old house somewhere around there. Yeah. But, um, back to the story. Um, but I feel like obviously, if you want to hear more about me ranting about this situation, listen to the my episode on the Zaya show that probably that gonna be up the next day after this. Um, but just to touch right on it, I just feel like Boosie represents like. Okay, we could just keep calling him out and keep canceling him, but I feel like you also need to let's look in the real world and realize, like, hey, this is not only, like, a celebrity, like, Lil Nas getting hit like this, like, getting hit with these type of tweets. What about a person, like, what about a high schooler that goes to school and then get, like, you know, like, like, like get, like, homophobic rants thrown at them nonstop yeah. every single day? So I feel yeah. like this should open up the... A conversation, not just about Lil Boosie, Lil Nas, because you know, like, if that's their beef and they need to handle it the way they know, Lil Nas know the best way he knows is through comedy, and then Boosie knows through ranting on Twitter. That's them. They're grown adults. They should be able to, like, even though, like, it's not, like, the things you don't want to happen, it's, like, you, you, Lil Nas, like, it's, I don't, like, it's just, like, especially in a, uh, 
I just say, like, in this world, like, we can't, like, I expect to get, like, some homophobic hate, like, some point in this podcast journey. Like, it's just something I expect at this point. Like, if I get that to that point of that level where I'm starting to get everybody's attention, you're going to have mm-hmm. haters. So I feel like Lil Nas' team and him, like, prepared himself, and that's why he took a year off to really, like, gear up for this. Because, like, you're the, like, one of the, one of the first real gay black mainstream rappers like that's a big deal so you don't know what's going to come out of it and so that's why i feel like that should open up the door to like schools all like now educating like let's talk about like how to treat a student that is different like even though the student is like gay cause i saw like a few on instagram like a trans uh transgender uh student in high school getting beat up by two boys in atlanta and i'm like mm-hmm. okay but why can't we take what we, like how focused we are and how protected we are for Lil Nas and put that into the real world with the youth that are part of the LGBTQ? That's my question for the world. Yeah, because like you said, this is, like you said, this is happening all over the world, right. you know, all and, and it's like, and, I, and, I, and it's like, why can't people just accept people for who they are? Like, you know what I mean? It, it, it's like, look, you know, for all the Lil Nas exes, exes out there, whoever, it's like, be who you want to be. Who you wanna be. Okay, why why am I getting upset? You know, yeah. I don't understand it. Like, why, what bothers people so much about it? Like, why getting your feelings? It, you, you know what I mean? I, yeah, I feel like, Especially from my experience, because I did have people like try to say some hate stuff to me, not through my podcast, um, but like you know, like in my high school years and you know, like living in the south, um, people that tend to like say it like just to keep on going, isn't truly happy with their own self. Because if you are like, yeah. just think about it. Besides sexuality, if a woman is happy to not have like she's not married and by that age. She doesn't have kids by the age, but she's thriving and she's doing something right. She's going to get hate because she's not doing what's supposed to be normal. So I feel like people either have some jealousy because they wish that was them and they're too afraid because they don't want to be, like, have stones thrown at them or they are just, like, afraid and they don't know how to take their own personal trauma and experiences and they just know rage because that's going to show how tough they are and how important especially in the guy especially in manhood like rage is like okay you a real man yeah you a real man you know you got that rage bro that's really how guys like tend to be so like if yeah. like guy be like oh no homo now that's like the okay i'm <laughs> being myself but no homo you know so I just feel like people just need to accept people for who they are, regardless, sexuality. If the girl want to have the kid, the girl don't need to have the kid. The girl wants to get married, they don't have to get married. Same thing for guys. I feel like especially in the South, we push marriage on to, like, around, like, 20, like, into your mid and late 20s. Because, like, I'm starting to – like, my people are like, hey, they are you thinking about getting married? I'm like, I'm not thinking 21. I'm, I'm not thinking about marriage. So <laughs> it's an everyday life, like. People are jealous. People hate that to see you truly happy because they're not happy with yeah. themselves. Yeah. And that's the hard right about that. Yeah. Even in careers. Yep. Yep. Absolutely true. People are so, some of them are so miserable and they want, you know, they want you to be miserable with them. Listen, mm-hmm. everybody heard, every everybody heard this saying before. Misery loves company. That's what it's about. If I'm miserable and you're not miserable with me, that is a problem. We need to be miserable together, baby. No, it's not like that. It's not like that. And then I'm going to touch on, uh, I was going to touch on, like, even, like, when you're working, like, let's keep it real. Like, some okay, in college, like, you got the student that get an A, right? No shade. I'm kind of envy of them. Like, oh, you got an A on that exam. I'm trying to. And then you have to check yourself. And I check myself. Like, wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, you started studying for this exam two days before. You got to be. Be happy. You got to be. Be happy. Don't worry about their success because they probably work harder 
So really, I feel like humans just gotta check themselves. Like, don't have yeah. someone else check you in a public eye. Check yourself behind the curtain. Maybe like, like, okay, wait, this okay, this guy, he's throwing some red flags because he's not truly happy. For I remember I had this boyfriend, and it was like, you know, like I'm a go getter. Like I like have, like I don't play around. Like especially if I'm paying for college, I ain't playing around. I'm going to study. I'm going to do my work. Versus him that just wanted to chill and take take it East Coast and wanted me to do his work. I had to set up boundaries and be like, hold on, wait, Isaiah, don't lose yourself now just for a guy. You know, like you just have to remind yourself, like, these are my values. This is what I expect for myself. This is what I expect in the future. Because had I stayed in that relationship or had I kept being jealous over not being, like, getting, I've been more miserable and I probably wouldn't have a podcast and I probably would have been known as a positive light that could deliver bad news. <laughs> that's why I get all the time. People's like, oh, you can deliver yeah. some good, bad news. I'm like, oh, that's bad. <laughs> so just check yeah. yourself. <laughs> all right, y'all hear that now. This is, uh, again, this is another episode with Free Game, you know, coming from Isaiah himself. Check yourself. Now, switching avenues, let's talk about your poetry. Um, I okay. read I read that you hit what the top 20 list and on one of the uh platforms let, let, let's talk let's talk about that so like yeah. how did you get into poetry and where are you now with your poetry okay um so i released it a post for people that don't know i released a poetry book and like celebration for national coming out day it was called the closet and it was becoming uh so they're gonna be a few trilogies it's a trilogy so it's like becoming and there's gonna be two other parts. So like becoming was basically me in my childhood phase, and that's because as a kid I always wrote. Like I didn't have people to talk to. I didn't know this was okay. I didn't have people to be like it's okay to be gay. So all I had really was my phone, music, video, like YouTube, like social media. So it's like and those late night thoughts like I couldn't tell my friends because I was still in the closet. So I really wrote some, like, I wrote verses because my family is very musical. Like, we love music. I have family members that sing, that write, that do piano. So I know how to play the piano, and I know how to write a song. (laughs) So I wrote songs, like, at a young age, and I literally tried. You can't find it on SoundCloud, people, because I know y'all try. But I released, like, two, like, EPs at, like, 14 and 15, and it was really like the the book, except it was in a song moment. And I really kept it all through Google Docs because I like to look back at moments. And I just edited grammar-wise and just like, you know, make it more like understanding. So I took those down because I was like, okay, I don't like how my voice sound is not doing well with numbers. I'm just going to take it down and it's going to be gone forever. But I also love sharing my feelings and also love to write and also love to create and make melodies and you know and I'm just like okay if I can't sing right now because <laughs> I'm in singing classes because I want to release a song next year that's one of my goals um so I just did a poetry book and I look back and it was just like and it really is in order of like my agent so like you literally like in the beginning you're reading like childhood they uh and then when you slowly get to the end, it's like, okay, now this is college, like right at the beginning of college. So then the next moment is going to be basically when Isaiah going through his first real relationship. So it's going to be like the next trilogy. So it's really like a sequence, like type of, it's like a real story. And it's like, if you love poetry, you will definitely understand this. And some of the poetry um, are verses. Like I know the last one that I wrote, I can't think about it on the spot. Um but it was, like, one of the songs, like, I write songs a lot, and I'm a songwriter. If you, I, I talk about it in my, one of my episodes, Suffer in Silence with Talia. Uh, she's a singer-songwriter that is queer, and she makes gospel music, and I love her. Um, but, yeah, I always wrote music, and I just never released it. She's like, why don't you make a poetry book? You know, like, she was giving me ideas, like, you can always release it. You don't have to have a good voice just to sing at this point. You could have all the tune. I was like, no. I'm going to just do the book. So I released it. I promoted it, like, somewhat. <laughs> and then I looked at it, and I reached number one on Poetry Love for Wattpad. I reached number one for Poetry Love. I reached another number one for He and She 
chart for Wattpad. I reached like I reached several charts. Like I think I I have like several on. I can't really recall on Instagram because it was like so many. But the one I was really impressed with was with the dark poetry. Like I reached like top nine hundred in the first week, and I'm still charting. So people really love books, believe it or not. So yeah. And where I'm at about it now, so, like, I would love to, like, continue uh, writing poetry and start to make it into an e-book and make a special edition. So, yeah, poetry, I love poetry. There you have it, people. You know, again, <laughs> give me free game. You know, it, 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 it shows you when you put your mind to things, you know, the sky, the sky's the limit. And again, mm-hmm. where did you say if someone wants to find your poetry or your songwriting, where where could they where could they find right. this information? So basically I don't have my song my songs written. <laughs> this is gonna be fine for y'all to find out. Find out which one it was originally a song because you could easily tell if you're a music person because I had several people be like, Oh, that was the birth of a song I did. That was actually good. So my book is called The Closet Becoming and it's on Wattpad exclusive. It's only on Wattpad, so it's free for everybody to read it because I didn't know, like, how I was going to do with numbers. So the next book, like, I'm probably going to make a special edition of The Closet with pictures. Like, I'm probably going to do a photo shoot and just release it on ebook for people that want to buy it and then do, like, copies. Because I'm a college student, and I know, like, money is hard for everybody. So especially during the COVID pandemic, like, I just wanted to release something for free and just have – my listeners like understand more about me, and that was one of the ways I could do it. So, okay, if there's any potential publishers or anybody that knows someone, hey, get in touch with him. And you know, before <laughs> I know it's still we've got a little bit of time left, but just in case yeah. Isaiah, anyone wants to reach you, like on Instagram, Facebook, or they can find your podcast, go ahead and shoot out your information quickly. Okay, so you can find the Zaya Show on all streaming platforms. So I'm on Apple, I'm on Spotify, I'm on Google, I'm on Anchor, I'm on everything, like even radio, uh, the radio uh, platform for podcasts to be listened to. So you can literally look up the Zaya Show, and it will show you several ways you can listen. Um, I mainly use Instagram for my podcast. So if you want to reach out to me and collaborate or ask questions or any comments, you can look up the underscore Zaya underscore show on Instagram, and that's how you can find me, and it's public. So, you know, you'll be able to comment and follow. So, yeah, that's the ways you can find me on social media through uh, the Zaya show. Other than that, most of my other social media accounts are private for my personal life, and, you know, I don't want to, like, mix the two. So, Boom. Again, there you have it. You know, like I said, um, Again, guys, um, those of you that are listening, you know, there you have his information. If you ever want to reach out, listen to a show, like I said, you know, I was able to listen to that, like I said, that one specific show um, during my drive drive to work, you know, and I'm definitely going to be checking out more shows. You know, this, um, like I said, you know, with, with two podcasters, you know, joining and talking, you know, you you're able you're able to find out what's going on in the world of another person, you know, whether it be related to their podcast or their personal, you know, and and you know like like I like I mentioned earlier, you know, you know you have all these these hats on and you know you're juggling yeah. so much. I don't think I asked you this, but do you? I might have asked you this, but do you get a little overwhelmed with doing so much? You know, being a full time student and doing your theater and your podcast and your poetry, <laughs> does it all sometimes? You're just like, ah! <laughs> do you ever absolutely, like absolutely, one hundred percent. And that was me currently this past week because I opened. Because the thing is with my podcast, people's like, we want more episodes, and I'm glad people ask for more episodes, and I rather you ask for more than tell me to stop. <laughs> So my seasons are real short. <clears throat> the reason people, the reason why people, because people ask me, the reason why is because I'm a college student. So literally, like, I stack up on episodes in that one moment. So, like, season one is completely different than how season three is perceived. So season one and season two, like, that was, like, pre-recorded. It was, like, through the semester. And then season three was during the summer. So, of course, I was on my game. Like, it was back to back to back to back, and it was more current 
and now season four, <clears throat> since I'm a junior and I'm trying to juggle everything, like I'm literally recording two episodes a weekend. So that way I'm already a week ahead and I'm not overwhelming myself. And then also it's time management. As the counselor will say, I do all my schoolwork like like during Monday through Thursday. Monday through Wednesday really is schoolwork and I'm not doing nothing else. Like I'll promote my podcast, I'll promote my projects on it, but I wouldn't like even though the episode released on Wednesday, that's not me at that moment. <laughs> so I really just prepare, 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 get my sleep. And then on the weekends, I go hard on my podcast. I just hustle. I just grind. And I know what I want in the future, and I want to build a brand, and I want to do all this, and I know I got one more year left in college. So that's really pushing me. So I wake up, listen to motivational videos. Definitely so. Get your your ass up. (laughs) And, you know, I'm glad you said that. And this goes for anybody also listening. Okay. When I created the ad for this episode, I emphasized three things into one. I put student, I put podcaster and poet to emphasize to people that there is no excuse. Okay. There is 24 hours in a day, 365 days in a year. And I don't know cause I've never was good at math. There's an X amount of minutes <laughs> in a day, but the bottom right. line is this. If this individual can get all this done, ladies and gentlemen, there is no excuse. Like you said, get off your ass and hustle. You know, hustle. It's not yeah, like you want it. Like if like I know what I want and I know that I want to build a brand and I don't want to work a nine to five. Like for the, like I know I'm gonna have to work a nine to five right after college just to pay off loans yeah. and that's what it is. But I'm also a student worker. So I have a student job. Mm-hmm. And I'm also part of a business fraternity to get business connections. And then I'm also working with uh, the Southeastern Market, uh, working with my school marketing uh, area. So I'm doing interviews for as a student. And I'm also an ambassador for my college of business. So really, I'm wearing more than all these hats and I'm juggling everything. I'm still making time for family. I'm still making time for friends. It's all about making time for everything and just when you're working, go hard, and when you're having fun, have fun hard. And when I'm working on my podcast, like, sure, I'm working on ideas, like, at 11 or 11 to 1 at night, but I'm happy about it, and I don't mind doing it. And that's the – I pray – that's what people need to understand. Like, it's not about the money in podcasting. Like, you don't get paid straight up. Real talk, people, you don't get paid straight up. Like, it takes hard work, and it takes grind. It takes ways of thinking, like, hey, how can I work this podcast? Because some people don't understand, like – Okay, this is my business major coming out, and this you could take a, you could be like, oh yeah, this is this gym. But think about it, like you could take this podcast, right, and it could have numbers and it cannot make you money. So what do you do? You branch off. You want like, okay, maybe I can make a YouTube channel. Maybe I could start recording it. Okay, because you could start getting paid like around like at 1,000 subscribers, and then you could be like, okay, maybe I could reach out to this person and get signed, and then talk about like a way to negotiate. And then you could get, like, so many listeners off of a radio show. Or, hey, I could connect with other podcasters and see how they also get their sponsorships and affiliated uh, marketing strategies. How can I brand more? How can I make my logo? Should I make merchandise at this point of my – so, like, there's so many ways of making money in podcasting. So when people tell me, like, hey, Isaiah, I want to start a podcast, but I'm not making money, and they at like three episodes. Like, how are you supposed to make money at three episodes? I'm at 21 episodes. Yep. I'm not even making money. <laughs> yep. It takes time, people. It takes time. It takes time. You're right. You're right. Still even when grinding. a college degree, you don't make money off the back. Nope. You don't make you don't make money off of the back of nothing. You have to work hard for your money and for the goals that you want. So if you want it bad, you'll 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 make a podcast. <laughs> if you want it bad, you'll make it. Isaiah, Zaya, I like to say Zaya better. Thank you so See, much. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's better. Thank you so much for coming on, spending your time with us. Before we go, I always like to close with a funny uh, saying. What, what do you want to close the show out with? Um, I'm going to close the show out with, um, because this is going to be funny, (laughs) because only my black people will understand this, and I know that this is the the African-American culture in me coming out. 
But, you know, like, the reason why I keep saying, like, okay, so my alarm clock, the only way I can wake up and actually get out of the bed because I wake up at 5.30 is that I literally have my mom voice recorded, get your ass up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I asked her, I was like, hey, can you can can you say this again for me? And I literally have that on. So every time I wake up, my roommate would knock on my door and be like, are you okay? Like, what's going on? I was like, oh, no, that's my mom waking me up. And it's like a, my alarm clock, like, get your ass up. So, <laughs> so that's my funny joke of the day. So get your ass up, people. Get your ass up. <laughs> hey, listen. And it's motivational. It's funny and motivational at the same hey. time. Look at that. L- listen, listen, ladies and gentlemen. You know, again, this is this is this is free game. Like I said, you know, get your ass up. Get out there. If it's something you want to do, go and do it. Like I said, the sky is the limit. Get your ass up. Get it up. <laughs> oh, we, you, and then also you can make that into branding. You could you could literally make a shirt called Get Your Ass Up, or you could Ooh. make a ringtone and sell it to people. See, I'm a yes. business major, so if you need this. <laughs> yes, and if, you try, and if you try to steal Zaya's idea, he going to sue your Don't. ass, and then I'm going to come and hit you harder, too, because you well, heard make a better first. one. I'll be, I'll be Taylor Swift and do the re-recording. Hey, there you go. Like I said, you heard it first here on This Is The Life podcast. So if y'all try to steal our idea, we coming to sue your ass, all right? So have And I will have remember. Your lo- <laughs> have your lawyer on deck because we coming for you. <laughs> but again, but again, Zaya, man, I, I, I appreciate, like I said, I really appreciate um, you coming on, taking time out your schedule to hang out with me hang out with our audience and also um you know later on in the future please you know i didn't tell you this but i'm telling you now on air please in the near future if you want me to come on man i'll definitely come and kick it with you on your show too you know kick it it on yours on your platform we'll hang out man because i got an episode in mind i got an episode in mind and i think it's gonna really shake up some people Because okay. I have several people in one episode, so I think you can make the – and you will definitely love this episode because it's going to be with uh, – oh, I don't want to make you sound old, but, like, the older generation and new generation. But, hey, uh, it's all good. <laughs> but uh, – so, <laughs> guys, hey, you're you going to have to look out for that episode. You're going to okay. have to look out for that episode. Season four is – because people – okay, I don't want to say, like, rude, but, like, when I think about my seasons for podcasting, you have to offer up something new. I realize that I don't talk enough about my culture enough. Gotcha. So I want to, like, okay. pre- like I'll say I want to make, like, more episodes, like, catering to more of my culture. Like, I don't want to, like, what I'm trying to say is I want to make episodes to represent my whole self. Like, I am a black, gay, young man. Yes. That's who yes. I am. So if I'm just keep focusing on gay, 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 I need to show appreciation to also being black because I am proud to be black. Oh, amen. Amen. I'm telling you, listen, you know, like I right. said, I, you know, I always joke and say, look, you know, people fear us. Some people, some people hate us. Some people love yeah. us, all that. But, you know, I like, I'm the same as you. I love being a black man. I wouldn't even change it, you know. I wouldn't like change I said, it. No, I wouldn't change it not one bit. And and you know what? Like you said, you know, be proud of who you are. You know, fuck what yeah. people be honest, fuck what people think, man. Be you, do you, because at the end of the day, you have to wake up in your skin. Nobody wakes up in your skin but you and me in my own skin. You know right. what I mean? But I'm but I'm definitely um like I said, we'll be in talks about that episode. We're definitely I'm, going to do an episode. Yeah. I'm up for ruffling feathers. Believe me. Believe me. <laughs> I love ruffling feathers. If you yes. listen to the last piece that I leave. No, because I did one on like DL guys. Oh, I ruffle feathers. I said, oh, I'm scared. I'm scared. I need to watch them. Ooh. But yeah, hey. podcast is supposed to be that way. You're supposed to take challenges. Yes. Yeah. If you play you it too me- safe, then you don't get no listeners. Yeah. Cause you got me thinking like I, I I may maybe keep my season short maybe maybe do one more I'm you know like we talked maybe do one yeah. more well I'm gonna probably do two more episodes um I'm probably gonna do another episode the week of Thanksgiving just um it'll probably be like a short thirty minute yeah. episode just just talking about 
how life has been now. We're coming into another year of Thanksgiving amid COVID and everything. I'm going to keep that just short and sweet. And then I might do one more um, episode this month with the fellow podcaster I connected with. And then I'm closing out. And I think for season right. two, I think I'm going to start hitting hard, man, hitting hard under the belt. Maybe, like you say, maybe getting more into my personal life and some experiences and things yeah. like that. And just, just hit hard under the belt. But at the same time, we not we got to get it understood, everybody. We're not offending people. That's not my We're not opinion. offending That's people. Not That's not no. no, 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 no. We're just, we just coming on, at least for me, and I'm sure Zaya too, we coming on giving the real. Things, like I say, things that you want to hear, but nobody's able to say it. Well, shit, here we are. We coming. 2022, yeah. we coming like a freight train. We coming straight at you. Boom. Well, I'm coming. You know? in, well, I'm coming straight like the next day. So, oh, <laughs> hey, see, all right, now, see, he's already ahead of the game. That's it. I already, that's already took a break. Right I took a break because I finished season three in like September, and then I released a book, and then I focused on midterms. I passed all my midterms, and you know, I closed out my theater show. Now I'm like, oh, I got time, so it's time. So I'm gonna be releasing episodes throughout the end of the year until because my birthday is January second. So of course I'm gonna do a special episode, but. It's going to be a lot of fun for season four. It's going to be so much fun. I'll, I'll keep you in touch. All right. You guys hear that? Get your ass up. Zay, we're going to be talking. <laughs> and with that, and with that, ladies and gentlemen, we are out. Mm-hmm.